Welcome to Network Marketing Success Secrets. I'm your host, Gloria McDonald. On this podcast, I'm going to share with you all of my best tools, tips, ideas, and techniques to help you get more leads, have a steady stream of highly qualified prospects coming in every single day, close more sales, and recruit more team members so that you can spend more time doing the things you love and less time doing the things you don't. I'm curious, let me ask you, how much could you really achieve and accomplish if you had a clear, simple, and proven roadmap to success and a mentor who knows how to guide you each step of the way? In this moment, you're standing on the threshold of an amazing life, and it's time for you to walk across that threshold to finally achieve your dreams with clarity and confidence, no matter how big your dreams may be. I know you can achieve these dreams because you are amazing, genius, and divine. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome. I am so excited today to have a very special guest. Deborah Drummond is here with us today. And Deborah fell in love with direct sales and network marketing when she was just eight years old. Deborah, I'm assuming your mom was in direct sales. Is that right? That's a good assumption. Yes. My mother was in direct sales and I'm sure she didn't look at it as, as, as so much fun. Like I was like, Oh, I get to go. And she's like, Oh my gosh, you know, what are people going to think maybe bringing this eight year old along? But what I loved about it because it was a home party company is I got to go and sit and listen to these ladies talk about things that I'm sure I wasn't supposed to be listening to, but right. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure and there was like this community it was like it was a party who and i really remembered just how wonderful i felt and the talking and the chatting in the community and then i also know it was really good for my mom to have some extra money absolutely yeah. for sure right so when did you get involved in network marketing or direct sales i had my girlfriend approach me at a time in my life where i didn't know anything about it um, and I always kind of laugh because both myself and that woman have gone on to be successful in our careers. But this, my best friend called me, um, I was in my twenties and she said, Oh, I've heard of this company and they have this product. And it was like a water purifier. And I was like a water, what? Like, you know, isn't it was like, like she's like, we're going to do so well. And I'm like, okay, well, if you do it, I'll do it. Right. And so we both signed up and ironically, we never had a, we never, you know, I'm not going to say we didn't get supported. I'm just saying no one called. And so it was kind of like, well, here's your stuff. And we weren't, we didn't know what to do. And so we didn't. So that was my first in and out of experience. It probably lasted about two months because I didn't know what to do with this box that arrived. The second time I got in, um, I got in my daughter's father and I heard about a company that was coming and we got involved in, um, it was a jewelry company, which ironically I ended up starting one, but we got involved in a jewelry company and it was a company that had a lot of steam in the front end and didn't necessarily finish in the back end. And so it was an, it was an experience. We didn't look at it as a bad experience. It was just an unfortunate experience. And I'm so glad that neither one of those tainted because sometimes it can right Absolutely. It like a business like we had fun it was good it didn't go anywhere that's okay me and my girlfriend got these great things that helped our water I didn't taint out on it but it was very interesting how I decided to do a company I literally I owned a massage studio in Vancouver for 27 years I had a health studio and I was doing a client 
And my teacher was from India and she'd come to, I'm in Vancouver, Canada, and she came to Vancouver to teach aromatherapy. And so I took her course and she was like taken with me and I was taken with her. And so every time someone in Canada called this woman to learn about aromatherapy, she, she would give them my number. So I was over, I was overwhelmed with all these people calling. And I just would say, come to my house on Thursday night, come to my house on Thursday night. And all of a sudden I started teaching people about aromatherapy in my home. And then they wanted to buy the product. And then I had an epiphany. I literally was massaging somebody and I heard a question. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I said, I'd start an aromatherapy home party company. I was an almost single mom with $2,000 in the bank and had some gumption and kind of there it was. We started a company. Wow. Yeah. So, so you've gone on obviously since then. Yes. And uh, most recently you've been with the company, I think for seven or eight years now. Right. And you have been the number one recruiter and the number one in sales customers two years in a row. Is that right? I mean, I know you've more than that, but um, yeah, they, well, the, the number one in acquisition for distributors has been five out of eight years. Uh, the number being in the top 10 of customers, I think has been seven out of eight years. And the, there was one year that I took the number one in both categories, which hadn't been done to date. And I don't think this still has been done. So yeah, I have a bit of a, yeah. There. <laughs> so Deborah, what I mean, you and I both know that there are so many people out there that are passionate about network marketing. They're passionate about their products. They have a dream, they have a vision, and yet they're still struggling. So what is it that you think has made you successful when other people are struggling? You know, if you had to give our listeners tips, mm -hmm. what would those tips be? Well, stick and stay, like stick and stay. If you heard my story in that last three minutes, it was, I got involved in a company, didn't work. I got involved in a company, didn't work, um, had my own company and I had it for 17 years, but you know, it didn't go to where I wanted it fully to go. Uh, so there was a lot of learning there. So think about there was learning prior. So if this is your first time, you're in your first year of, you know, high school and your goal is college and university. I don't think anyone gets away without doing some time. Products may stay the same. Your comp plan may stay the same, but you're not going to stay the same if you stick and stay. So that's one thing I would say big time. And two is someone, someone said this to me very early on in my life, in my life. And I had nothing to do with business. It had to do with life. And they said, Deb, stop comparing your insides to other people's outsides. And I would say, crack the glass on you think that people that are up here the the ones that you're you know you're wanting to attain maybe their paycheck right? right that that they also go through things and have gone through things that you're going through so don't idolize anybody you know vet for what you want but just realize that you can have what anybody else has the time, the energy, the effort, the components to it are going to be very different. I've seen people just blow me away, come in and blow me away. Um, it's the long game. It's the long game, right? It's the long Absolutely. game. Absolutely. And, and I totally agree with you, Mia, on my own personal experience. I mean, I've been in the industry for over 42 years now. And I, honestly, I've lost track of the number of companies that I've joined that have gone out of business. You know, I was the number one, number two earner in one company. It was a startup and it was a great company with an amazing product and they, they had issues and they didn't last, you know, and I didn't give up on the industry. 
You know, I found something else that really, you know, that I was passionate about and joined, you know, I've been involved in one, one thing for sure that was a scam. And another thing, I don't know, it went out of business, whether it was a scam or whether it was really what they said, who knows, but I kept going. I think it's like, well, we say that this is no different than other businesses. And it's true. When you look at the numbers, if you look at, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Canada, I'll just say like, there's a high percentage. It's 80% of businesses. We're not even talking our industry that don't make it past the fifth year and 20% don't make it past the two years after that. So that's pretty well hundred percent. So the ratio of businesses that make it um, are slim in general, the bonus to being in a direct sales company is those those odds don't even touch us. We we blow those odds away. You learn so much and everything you learn here is transferable. So let's say you even you're in a company that was rocking that you that that you're rocking, those skills that you have are transferable into anything and everything that you do. That's quite unique. That's yes. quite unique. And I I'm sure you'll agree with me on this the relationships we build in this industry are unlike any relationships in my experience. And I was in the corporate world for quite a while while I was doing network marketing on the side at the same time. Mm -hmm. They don't compare. No. And, you know, if your company goes out of business, very often we take those relationships with us, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And more times than not, um, what you hear are people's success because that's what is in this industry. And you're right. I mean, last night I was teaching a personal development class to my team. What company have you ever gone to where they're like, Hey, Tuesday night, grab a glass of wine, grab a cup of tea. Let's get together. And let's talk about personal development and people walk away. Right. Unless you're at a human resources issue. So people walk away and they're like, you become better people. And yes. also, it's funny, right? That's what keeps us here. Relationships keep us here. That's why in any industry, they're like, you know, who do you like? Who do you want to emulate? Who do you want to follow? Paycheck and personality. Like, paycheck and personality. There's people that I adore in this industry that I take advice from that it's not so much their paycheck. Yes, I want to make to where they're going, but it's the bit and pieces of who they are. And that's the relationship piece. Yeah. Right. And there are people you and I both know that might have a massive paycheck, but I don't have no interest yeah. in emulating their personality. Right. Right. So it works both right. ways. Yeah. So for those people who are struggling, okay. um, you know, you say stick with it and I say stick with it. And I mean, obviously, we also have to know when to stop, right? Because there are times when you know that a company's, you know, a compensation plan has changed. And mm-hmm. that's totally thrown a company into upheaval. And maybe, you know, if you're not at the top, maybe it doesn't make sense for you to stick with it. It's time to change companies. Now, I also see people changing companies all the time as if the problem is out there, not in here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you had to, give people advice on what you think the number one skill is that got you to the level of success you're at, what would that be? I've been asked that question before because when you hit a certain, you know, accolade, you kind of, people get to know that information. Um, So if I was to say for me, when I, when I first hit, so I hit, I think number seven 
in my first year of business and it was customers. And I remember talking to my sponsor and they're like, we want you to take this award at conference. And um, I was shocked. I was like, I think they made a mistake. I, I don't know how I like, that doesn't seem possible. Right. And she's like, this is such a great award. I'm like, I don't think I should take it. And it's interesting. Right. And she's like, what, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, what's wrong with me is I don't understand. There must be something wrong with the numbers. What I, I did not set out to be number one. I didn't set out to be number seven. I didn't set out to be number six. Now after you're number one for a few years, you're like, okay, I better keep that up. Um, for anyone that's struggling, I just would want them to know I never set out to be number one. Number one was a result of what I chose to do. And, you know, I'm a pretty independent woman. I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years. You know, I haven't had a boss for a long time. Um, I used to have 18 staff. We sat around in a circle and talked about what we're going to do next month in the company. So I'm a very collaborative person. Mm -hmm. I'm self-competitive. So I like to, I like to compete against myself. I I'm not concerned about, um, competing against other people. It wasn't like, Oh man, I want to, I want to beat their numbers. I don't like that energy. That energy is like, yeah. I don't, that's not part of my, that's not how I play this game. I literally, my sponsor said, now I may have came from a home party company many years before I met this company. And let me tell you home parties and network marketing or direct, you know, multi-level marketing, two different, two different, very yes. different. So I was relearning, right. I was relearning. It's a new time, right. New paradigm. And um, so I just really did. I got really excited. I didn't care about what I sounded like. Like, I really didn't care what I sounded like. Look, I, I was I was called a hippie for 30 years. I haven't had, you know, wheat, dairy. I've been gluten free for 30 years. I didn't feed my kids sugar. I went into the health and wellness sector and was teaching aromatherapy and Ayurveda and reflexology. I already had people make fun of me. I already had people tell me that, you know, that's ridiculous. And I used to say people used to call me hippie. Now they call me for help. So I know what it's like to be the first in pioneering. So when people didn't support me, it didn't phase me. Don't let it phase you, right? You'll find, you'll find your alliance. And I think what I did is I just did all the activity they told me to do. They're like, seriously, two calls a day, four or five years in six years equals this rank. This rank comes with this paycheck. I was a single mom of two kids. I wanted that paycheck. And so they told me two calls a day. So I did four. And so I shortened it by half. I just did some math. And the rank and the accolades came. They were like, you got a car. I'm like, okay. I really was just looking for the money. Now, I love the car. It's a great business card, right? Then I had a trip. But I wasn't gunning for those things. I was gunning for the promise of what that paycheck, because that's what was important to me. So I literally, honestly did what they told me to do for probably the first time in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm so with you. I have never been one to gun for even rank advancement. I actually don't like that, that pressure of gunning for a rank advancement or, you know, the incentive trip or whatever by such and such a date. I get them, you know, I get the rank advancement. I do or don't get the incentive trip or bonus or whatever. For me, it's just my own personal sense of um, satisfaction, I think, of knowing that I'm helping so many people mm -hmm. have the potential to create the freedom that they truly want to create. And then 
the rank advancements, the bonuses, the incentives, to me, they just come. And mm -hmm. I honestly, I I don't pay attention to those things. I just don't. So, yeah. yeah. I know that you've got a bunch of different things because not only are you in network marketing, but you support network marketers. So I know you write books and you've got a new product you're coming out with. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Thanks for asking, Gloria. So I think part of my enthusiasm, I will share to someone, part of my enthusiasm when I talk about my products and my company, which takes me there, is my enthusiasm for the industry. Because yes. people say to me, wow, this many years later, you're excited. And I'm like, I am excited about this industry. I'm also very excited about changing what people think of this industry. And I'm also all about making this industry a professional, you know, professional picture in people's minds. If you sell makeup, it's in, it's in my cupboard. If you spell spices, it's in my cupboard. Like if I can find it in my sector first, I, I give respect to my sector. And I think that's important. We are so singing from the same yeah. songbook. I've done Facebook lives where on my kitchen counter, I've had over 120 network marketing company products because I so agree with you. Yeah. We need to support the industry if we're in the industry. Yes. yes. And so myself and a colleague of mine, um, and it really has started, this is a woman who's in my company. You know, we did 11 flights around Australia when we used to open countries by planes and trips and what have you. We became very good friends. And we started working together for three years. And so she worked as my, you know, right hand for three years. And then as things started to change in the world a year and a half ago, who knew our industry was going to go here? I had a project that was sitting on the back burner prior to someone sticking a bottle of, you know, cream in my hand. And so I said, hey, let's let's tap into that because it was all about entrepreneurship. And so the bottom line is we created a media company and we created a podcast. It's called The True That Show. And it really was the truth because we're talking about the truth behind the deal, right? You can look and people are successful, but what's the true story? It's almost like your little mini biography. And we wanted people to share because first of all, people need hope always, never mind the last year and a half. And yes. two, it was a massive form. Like, you know, our industry exploded. There's this massive wave of new entrepreneurs. We're like, okay, these guys, if they don't, if they don't hear the hope of being an entrepreneur, it's going to be difficult. And so we really, we have this podcast and through the podcast, we decided that we really, and it's not it's for men and it's for women, it's for anyone who's in the entrepreneur world. But I also am a big proponent of women in business because I started the first women's networking group, again, 30 years ago, nothing against my male counterpart. I have my son. I love men. It's half my team are men. But a lot of my lineage is a lot with women in business. And so I know that only 13% of the, of the millionaires in North America are women and 85% of them are in direct sales. And there's for obvious reasons, it's that time freedom of being able to do to your ability within the confines of what it is to be a woman in business. And so we said, let's do a book for women. We'll do a book for men and we'll do a book for couples. And so the women was 20 powerful women in network marketing. Tell all the tell all is the piece that I want people to hear about, because that's why we're doing this right now. You see exactly. women are six figure income earners and higher, and they're willing to share their three secrets and their journey. So we, we wanted to do a book where it didn't just have to be for new people. Gosh, come on. I don't know how many years you've been in this industry. You said 42. Yeah. Isn't there times when you're like wall head? Like you need, come on, right? You need, it's, it's, it's a multiple, it's a multifaceted industry that can, you know, make you or break you some days. And so you need to read those stories too. So we wanted to have something like that. And so we did, it hit number one in 15 hours. It's awesome. And if there's any woman listening that wants to be a part of that book, honestly, please, Laura, you should be in the book. So the second one as we did was for men. 
you know, 20 powerful men, 20 or 10 influential when influential men in network marketing tell all, right? So what's it like to be a guy? What's it like to be a guy to have a bunch of women in the organization? What's it like to be a guy selling uh, products that maybe, maybe someone's selling skincare, you know, maybe they're a guy. What's it like to be a guy in this industry? What's it like to be, you know, and, and to have that scene of professional, they've got their own journey and their own experience. And then we've got uh, 10 outstanding couples. What's it like to do the business together? You know, other couples need to hear. And it's very interesting because sometimes people like myself or, People like you, I'm not sure, but they start off in this business single and then all of a sudden they get into a relationship and that becomes a couple in the business and these couples are offering their hope and support. So it really is hope and support if you're a business person in general, but it really niches down into network marketing and they tell their secrets. We rolled that over also into a planner and that's the big project that we're launching out right now. Um, both myself and my business partner have been in business for years. She has strong corporate background like you. And we're already like, we're always like, I love the best of this planner. And if I could put it with this planner and we could have this planner. So she goes to three a year. I go through at least two a year. And we wanted to find something not just for our teams, but something just for this industry that makes it easy. Look, you come in new now. It's a different game. You're like, I have to do Facebook lives. I'm doing social media. I got to track that. Oh, you want me to do personal development? I never heard about that in my job. So we have this planner that does yearly and quarterly and monthly and weekly and daily inching forwards, tracking. You tell people to follow up. They're like, uh, what sticky note should I be looking at? So right, right. we've called it the ultimate planner because we put it together. And then for people like yourself or people that want to just brand, we're all talking about this branding. We have, we've made 128 spots in the planner for people to put a quote. It could be something personal. It could be something business. And then people can you know, put hover their phone over that quote and it comes live to them on their phone. And we've done some really cool things to make it different, but we've got this beautiful, you know, beautiful opportunity. And we just see it as support to the industry to raise the bar in the industry because we want people to see this as a viable employment choice. Right. So Deborah, I know your planet planner isn't out just yet. Yeah. How do people find, where do they go to find out about your planner and your books if they want yeah, to find Yeah, absolutely. Books? So they can find me on, it's super easy, debdrummond.com. Great. Debdrummond.com. Uh, if, they let, if they're watching on Facebook, then they can go to Deborah Drummond, Vancouver, BC, Canada, because there's a couple of us actually. And uh, they can contact me through Messenger. And, um, you know, I just, I, I welcome anyone that wants to call and have some information or need some support. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Just, I know just a snippet of your story, but I really appreciate it. And thank you for sharing what you're doing to support the industry. I so appreciate what you are doing to help and train and lift up network marketers. Thank you so, so much, Deborah. Great to chat with you today. You too. Thank you as well, Gloria.